Hello and welcome to another episode of 10,000 Hours. I'm Grant Spanier. And I'm Vince Kochi. And you are listening to episode 106. 106. Just for kicks. God, I was searching for something. I, I thought... I thought <laughs> that was I thought, not bad. I thought that right when I got so in the bad. moment, something cool would come to me. You know what I mean? Just step up to the plate, take a swing. I would say medium. It was neat. It was medium cool. Okay. I would... Yeah. That's I'm, all right. I, I'm fine with that. And but who is more than medium cool was our guest, who was... Who is someone I never expected to ever end up interviewing on our show, but I'm so glad we did. Dan Madsen. Yes, a.k.a. Dusty Signs. And he, as his title might suggest, is a sign painter specifically by trade and comes from a lineage of sign painters. Extremely proud work, has done very prominent work here in Minneapolis, You've probably seen dozens of his signs. Yeah, if you're in the area, absolutely. I mean, uh, Spy House, uh, Bauhaus, Bauhaus. <laughs> uh, there's got to be another house. There's other painted. houses. <laughs> yeah, but he's a fascinating guy, and we talked about translation, uh, specifically in how mediums translate to other mediums, or how ideas translate to difficult mediums. Mm-hmm. Specifically, in his experience through sign making. And how such a simple and prescriptive medium can have unseen depth of nuance. Yeah, that technical ability of of um, of just like logistics. <laughs> it's really yeah. fascinating. It, but and there's so, such artistry in it, man. He was he was such a low key awesome guest. Oh, he was a complete breath of fresh air. He's awesome. Absolutely. I I do think of with translation, um, a lot of translation can actually come in with just a. Something a little bit more, a little bit more um, abstract or um, ambiguous, which could be just like an idea or a philosophy. And I think uh, our sponsor today really embodies that. Our sponsor today is Super Good Co. That's S U P R. There's no E. Very vogue of them. But uh, they they create a wallet called Slim, and the, I know our both of our current wallet, the Slim yes. Two, the Slim, Slim Two, which is the leather version of that. But I think uh, the that 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 nuance that Am- ambiguous, ambiguous idea. I was gonna say the ambiguity, but that ambiguous idea that is just like this, like purpose, it, this this philosophy of simplicity is where that comes from, and it, it manifests itself in wallet form. It's so rad. We both love it. I very worth checking out. Super good co. Uh, and truly, and, and beyond like the trend that is minimalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like purposefulness in design which is why i love it yeah i get a lot of comments on it and it is exactly what i need for a lot so shouts out to those guys for making a dope product and for supporting the show yeah thank you so much for your support super good co yes uh and thank you so much to dan madsen for taking the time to join us on this episode and thank you listeners this week and every week hope you enjoy episode 106 translation McConaughey-esque. I don't know. You are definitely. I think you're undeniably <laughs> McConaughey-esque. Like, yeah. No I doubt. think it's hard to see. I think it's hard to like judge that or whatever, being me or whatever. Because yeah, like, so I don't that. see. I don't see myself as like trying to do anything like anyone else. I'm just like doing me. And that's such a oh, McConaughey thing McConaughey. to do. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie St. Vincent? (laughs) 
Come on. Too meta. Too meta. You're right. Okay, Vince. Uh, I have a different question for you. What are you drinking there? What is that? I am uh, lucky enough to be treated to. This is something I haven't had in a long time. A classic Budweiser. Just Budweiser, oh, not Bud Light. I thought it was... I actually just thought it was the United States. Oh, so uh, if you're uh, not familiar, listener, Joe Listener, or Joanne Listener, Jane. the... the Jane oh, Listener, Jane listener. <laughs> yes, <laughs> true. The new label for classic Budweiser simply reads America across the front of it as if it were a joke at its own expense it but like it is parody. not yeah it but it's like not it's sincere beer. it's definitely sincere it seems like something that would be on a sketch show or like in an snl skit or something a light beer with just the word america, america printed in yeah like a king of the hill font. episode yeah they would you actually remind me a lot of a king of the hill episode i take that with great pride because yeah, it's I think so it's, humorous so smart mike judd gets Judge. Judge, Mike Judd, Winona Judd's husband. <laughs> yeah. Mike Judge gets praised rightfully for his work. And Judd also was a character on Big Brother, like season 15. <laughs> a friend of okay. the show, McCray. Yes, with McCray, friend of the show, McCray. McCray, episode 13. But I mean to say, I think it's his least appreciated, most underrated of all of his series. I absolutely agree, Vince. And speaking of series, speaking of the things we're working on, things that Mike was working on. Could you tell me what are you putting your time into? What are you working on? I'm glad you asked. Yeah, no problem. Uh, we got a couple questions in right at the start, which is helpful. You know what I mean? It's like rapid fire, get us off yeah, on the right like, foot. Oh, drinking. Yeah. What are you working on? I'm working on office work. I'm working uh, oh, at, at, work. at Yamamoto. We're busy on a client called Berkeley. I'm also working on this show. The show, yeah, sure this podcast uh we are doing a, a quick little flurry of episodes and i don't do this often i honestly don't i really don't these days oh, okay also putting some time in on my Fuck other you. show uh it's called <laughs> these parts we recently had <laughs> our 60th episode cool. so trying to catch up it's been fun so yeah I really thought That's you were cool going to say something about like personal writing, and I was honestly going to say, shut the fuck up. Like, you're not allowed to talk about it unless you send it to me. I know, man. No, I know. I learned I learned not to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know better that, than that. You learned that the hard way. <laughs> I only have myself to blame. Grant, what have you been putting your time into recently? What you working on, man? Just jamming, Vinny boy. A bunch of different photo projects. Um, I'm in post on a music video right now that I'm super excited about. Um. Yeah, it's coming together. So that should be cool. I'm shooting some lookbook stuff next week for this. Other You're thing. in pre and some other stuff though, right? Pre, post. Yeah, we're at, yeah, all stages of of the work, and it's good. It's good. It's great, man. Yeah, it, you'll be going out to Colorado soon. Yeah, or I might be back when this episode. Oh, comes right. Out. right, right, right. We don't want to date the but show. But don't date the show. I actually would date the show. I feel like I would go on. I would go to like a nice. I'd sleep down. with it casually. Okay, <laughs> uh, you'd fuck the show. It sounds like all right, all right. I would date the show. You'd fuck the show. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's more. Of, uh, yeah. It comes down to who we are as people. Yeah, you know, for sure, for sure. At any rate, yeah. Uh, I I will say, I mean, the comfortable uh, balance right now. Sometimes, sometimes when you're in pre or post, there's like levels that are really intense. I feel like 
maybe at like 15% and like 80 or 85% where it like starts to just really heat up. And I'm not at either of those. I'm like in the comfortable middle. Oh, the eye of the storm kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm in the eye of the storm. Enjoy that, man. Yeah. That's exciting. Always working on exciting stuff. For sure. It won't last long. (laughs) Speaking of exciting, man. Speaking of exciting, man. Speaking of an exciting man, the the guest we have today is it's cool for a lot of reasons. I think one of the important reasons it's is because I mean the one that springs to mind is that we were both kind of not all that familiar with him until we were recently introduced to him. For sure. This is also a fun one. I mean, we have some mutual friends and I was familiar though I didn't know it until I kind of dug in with his work but this was a a recommendation and i most times those are bad (laughs) (laughs) as a rule recommendations are as a rule oh yeah sounds recommendations are terrible this was a good recommendation from from a dude named john clyby who goes by yabil musically but uh yeah but what a what a fun what a fun opportunity to have someone who's doing really interesting work that i don't know a ton about but i appreciate and I appreciate uh, I appreciate it even more because it is physical and I see it. And a lot of the work I do, whether that's design or other things, it's just so digitally consumed. It's and ephemeral in a way, right? Yeah, it it's, totally is. It's so like in the moment. It's yeah. there and then it's gone. Even when it's semi-permanent, it's not really all that permanent. Yeah. So this is, t- to me, well, this is like packaging in some ways to me where I'm like, oh, mm. packaging, cool. Like that's a cool extension of design. But it's even more concrete. It's even more brick and mortar, if you will. It's Most times. literally painted on brick and mortar. <laughs> no doubt. And so let's, you know what? Let's just take this opportunity to welcome Dan Madsen, a.k.a. Dusty Signs, uh, to the show, to the cast. And look at him, just so patient. And, <laughs> he and, is, and he biding his hum- time. He was humoring us. He like, truly... Sometimes, sometimes people jump in too early and we... Graciously, hey, we're looking at you, Wesley. No. Yeah, for who? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. He did jump in. Um, episode one hundred three, fantastic episode, by the way. Great app, but sign painter, yeah, and artist in general. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And may I do the honors of asking you, what are you putting your time into recently? What are you working on? <sighs> signs, a lot of signs. Ah, but not the was that two thousand eight Mel Gibson. Uh, 2004 2004 yeah, Mel two, Gibson uh, Joaquin Sh- Phoenix Port M. Night Shyamalan M. Night Shyamalan's third feature film wait but hold on M. Night's in the movie too he's in most of his movies okay, yeah okay, that's okay, true he's doing like a Stan Lee thing but yeah but <laughs> we in a we, we, sorry no okay. no no you guys and, just well grew. the cool thing is uh, our editor will drop in a little signs like theme snippet here which is gonna be cool <laughs> swing away um what are you like what what are you painting right now so the past uh four days it's been a lot of prep for a job um Ooh. it's been a lot of studio time just kind of the the you know the the not so fun stuff you know but what sure. does that entail um just chilling in the studio projecting uh 
electro pouncing patterns just like sure 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 pattern yeah. oh, after yeah, yeah. pattern oh, after pattern listen you don't have to talk to us about electro pouncing oh so i i'll kind of play the role of the stooge for you joe listener uh yeah, what's yeah. electro pouncing i don't know stupid idiot listener that doesn't know what electro pouncing is and god well okay fine explain it i guess go ahead me. yeah yeah so it's it's like the process of making patterns um it's it's an electro pounce machine is like a pen tool but it uses electricity to zap into paper essentially and i use that to transfer my images onto whatever surface i'm going to paint Hmm. so i electro pounce the paper in the studio to size full scale and four by eight you know sections and uh then when i get to the job i can hold up the pattern and transfer the image onto the wall with charcoal okay that I mean, is, that's cool that we're, we're already digging in here i mean okay so, i love it uh you were working on this but it sounds like you know our brief conversation beforehand this fell through yep yep which it was a, a bummer was, yeah it was a lot of prep and uh it was for a job at starbucks at the mall and that uh they decided to pull the plug at literally the last second wow so but such is the nature of a lot of this work. That's you know? unlucky. Yeah. No doubt. You I, were even giving us insight into the transferal process, the translation process from concept to image to finished product. Yeah. And there's a lot of cool steps along the way. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about translation, not only in the most fundamentally incremental form of the word but also kind of in a general sense but before we get into that talk about i mean it's gonna sound way too broad for me to say it like this but i do mean it this way talk about what you do so i basically i mean yeah i could say so many things i I mean we we could dig a little bit back into how you got into what you do and i think actually maybe as a context point for people listening sure what might be helpful would be is it dustysigns.co dot com dot com yeah uh, what you got the dot com the dot com that's important com. yeah yeah I, I think that's a cool thing a lot of times the work is like interesting context for people with to. so yeah. i'd say check that out all right instagram Pause. dusty signs yeah there you go yeah exactly our pluggers like they so usually was... are terrible pluggers yeah but it's important because i think a lot of people who are listening here in minneapolis will have seen your work yeah and not even know it right i'm behind the curtain you are you are behind you're literally the the, the the wizard behind the curtain you're a sign painter that's incredibly specific form of art how did you get into it um it kind of feels like it's by chance um but i guess it wasn't so i was always into lettering you know as a kid um my grandfather was a calligrapher and medical illustrator so when I was, you know, a kid growing up and I'd be hanging out at my grandpa's house, I'd be chilling in his art studio, playing with his calligraphy pens, lettering my name, you know, just having fun with his stuff. And, uh, you know, that carried on um, or the interest carried on. And like when I got into high school, you know, it graduated into more a little bit, I don't know, doing more lettering and whatnot, but I, I still wasn't really fully into it. And uh I graduated high school and uh, an art mentor of mine asked me if I was looking for a job and and I was and and uh, 
he hooked me up with a job at a sign shop, which is not too far from here. Uh-huh. It's called Sign Minds on Quincy. Cool. And uh, I worked there for like four years, wow. four or five years. Okay. So you, so you're. Uh, you're already into, I mean, you're into art mm-hmm. generally from grandpa, yep. grandpa. Yeah. And then you're obviously, you have an art mentor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like you, you've expressed interest in pursuing art as yeah. a path. Yeah. Yeah. In but, high school. Yep. Yep. Okay. But for some reason, lettering was always, was, you a know, thing you were really, yeah, that was, but that maybe was we what, can actually talk about that for a second though, because it's a very specific way of expression, right? Yeah. A lot of artists are kind of generalists. Well, I, w- I shouldn't say a lot are, but I think the general artistic person can appreciate the generalities of different types of expression. What about lettering is so specifically appealing to you? I, I you know, I really don't know if I could put a pin on it, um, but I think one thing that I like or what, uh, rem- you know, kind of resonated with me was, you know, with lettering, you know, there's boundaries. It has to read. Um, it there needs to be structure. Um, you know, you kind of and, and I think that is more of like what I you know resonate with. Drive on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a little bit of boundaries. Yeah, some constraints. Some trying rules. Trying to, to accomplish something. But then there's once you learn that, then there's creative options from there. You know ah, what I mean? Yes, this is wisdom. I mean, and this is something we talk about a lot on on the show. Is that actual. Actually, like uh, constraints open up creativity for sure, and, and like running away from them is like counterproductive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I was trying to learn, uh, uh, like uh, sign painting, um, I was I was speaking with a uh, with an with a sign painter, and he he was like, you know, learn this one lettering style, practice it for an entire year, and don't practice anything else. And when you learn that, then you can once you once you master that, you you can do anything basically. Mm. And that that's a, right? that's just like the that's your most basic block letter, you know, Egyptian block letter font. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. We just had an episode about iteration that was really relevant to that idea, which is about going deep on a thing. Then I mean, well. And we fucking talk about this just, all the time of like momentum and then pivoting from there. But most people don't go deep enough within any niche or within any specific style. And most people to. can't even be faulted for it. It's a oh, yeah, it's yeah, an yeah, incredibly yeah, yeah. intimate and difficult and time-consuming <laughs> process, yeah. right? And truth-bearing I mean, in a really intense way. Even when you say this to me, study one form of block lettering for an entire year. I'll be honest, that sounds insane. It sounds insane to me that that would be good advice. Yeah. Clearly it was, though. And well, so, I mean, this, I, or or was it? Well, I mean, what, what, what is anything? It's all relative. So I feel like, but go from there. So you are, you art mentor, you're exiting high school. You don't go to college? Uh, I did go to college. I went to MCTC for, I got a two-year degree, a, a what, associate's degree in fine art. Okay. That kind of just kept me creative and kept my mind, you know, churning, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but when I my f- so my first year at the sign shop, it was it was weird. Um, I discovered that my great grandfather was a sign painter here Ooh. in Minneapolis. It's a wait. You're the product of a bloodline, man. <laughs> Which is you go way back. <laughs> a, potentially like. 
prophecy you want to fulfill too, but it's like gives it some meaning, right? It feels good, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what gave me a lot of drive was I was like, oh, this this feels Fuck good. Yeah, this is this is Fuck right. yeah, grandpa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What was his name? Do we know? Bernard. Bernard Benson. Ooh, that's yeah. a great shout out. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, I learned that, and and the way that I learned that was my when my grandfather passed away, I mm. inherited all his. Uh, art supplies amazing and so i inherited like old photographs from his father bernard and <laughs> old books and old you know lettering quills old paints like Oof. the i i basically have like the holy bible of sign painting and it's like dated and signed by Ugh. my great grandfather i'm biting my finger because i'm like it's this, so is so cool. this is so cool this is purely cool <laughs> Yeah, and and what's crazy is I don't I don't mean to confuse you guys or get too deep, but his father was a brick mason and he built the ho- the house for my great grandfather and that's the house that my grandfather grew up in. Mm-hmm. That's the house that I grew up in. Ooh. Yeah. And in the back wow. of that Bible, it's it's addressed to that house that I grew up in. That's amazing. Yeah, I it, it was weird. Quick aside, it was I was weird. I was using a Bible that I bought at a, an old bookstore for a prop in in the music video that I referenced uh, that I was stuff I was working on earlier, and there's so much personal like notes and like there was like a family tree thing in there, and there was like a, like time of there's like a like a bunch of death certificate things like of people, and it was like. 50 60 years old i was just like overwhelmed i was like fuck and we were i mean oh well i think i was especially overwhelmed because the context of the bible in the video was like a vessel for drugs (laughs) (laughs) Uh, enlightenment in its own way in all forms (laughs) this is super interesting to me i did not expect the conversation to be so generational and yeah. to, to arrive at such a like a predestined place, do you feel like sign painting is a bit of destiny for you? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It feels right. It feels like I'm doing the right thing for sure. Ah, oh, that's so interesting. I mean, isn't that what we're all striving to find? Right, is the thing that feels right. Not to make it too grandiose right off the bat, but that's something pretty integral, right? Yeah. That we're all looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Mm. Well, on the topic of translation, yeah. When you, all right, you know what? I'm not even going to preface it in the way that I was going to preface it. I'm going to remove all preface. <laughs> You're going to remove all preface. How wait, wait, do so you? Vince, no preface at all? None. Preface free. Okay, perfect. Uh, continue. What's your process like coming up with a concept for a sign? Because there are so many constraints. There's the branding that needs to be taken into account. Mm-hmm. There's the informational nature of mm-hmm. the end product. Mm-hmm. And there's the physical medium of a side of a fucking wall. Yeah. Oh, God, in the budget, too, because I feel like even from my own experience with, like, working with that or even, like, like I think about, like, ne- like, working with Johnny with Neon stuff. My homie Johnny Rod does all his Neon work. Uh-huh. And I think about purchasing in a way. Yeah. And I'm like, God, it's so hard to, like, rationalize paying for the sign for sure, yeah. on its own and yeah. then the the time expertise on top of it just creates this whole other whirlwind stuff. yeah 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 okay sorry <laughs> i mean yeah i mean you gotta you gotta 
keep in mind that the 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 signs there for one reason and that's to communicate communicate yeah it's got to read you know so it's got to read yeah so i mean everyone has their own scenario some people are pre-branded some people are not branded and they just want to sign but most people nowadays they you know they're pre-branded and and they they have either an idea of what they want or they just want a hand-painted sign and they want you know they're like where should it go what should it be and you know based on every scenario um I don't know. There's a different. There's a different route. There's a right and wrong, and and I try to find the. You the, are the translator, though, right? Yeah. Like you are. Like they want to get somewhere, and you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I try to guide them in the in the in the right way to get the best product or the best reading or or something that will benefit their business the best. Interesting. You keep using the word like reading, read, like. Is so that... that's a form of translation in and of itself, yeah. right? The ability for. Yeah a set of graphics to convey an idea. Mm-hmm. That's kind of an abstract way to say words, <laughs> spelling something, mm-hmm. but it's true. What sort of barriers do you run into? Are there sort of garden variety misinterpretations or miscommunications or disconnections that happen in your field? Well, I don't know if I'm understanding you fully correctly, but I think the biggest barrier or burden is uh, is is dealing with city permits. If you're dealing, oh wow, oh see, this is interesting. That's not, yeah, that's not exactly what I meant. But this is even more interesting than what I meant. (laughs) Talk to us about it. What kind of what does that look like? Yeah, so every every neighborhood, every city um, has a sign code, quote unquote. Wow. And uh, you're allowed X amount of square footage for a sign. So so allow me to interject and clarify. This is to prevent like giant signs from becoming yeah. like impositions on the general viewpoint of yep. the neighborhood yep. or the city. Yep. Basically, like they, they want to regulate how much someone has um, and how big it is. Yeah. And they don't want a sign. I think basically they don't want signs to fall on people and kill them. You know what I mean? Oh, that, oh that's that, the fucking sa- it's motivation. Safety. See, I was thinking I, that's so not like, the main one, but that I'm sure that's like, like one from of an them. advertising standpoint. For sure. Is that where you're going to come from? Like, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, right. like, imagine you owned an, a large brick building on the side, like by the river mm-hmm. in Minneapolis, for instance. Yeah. And you used the entire side of your building to paint one giant sign. Uh-huh. Would that be against code? Well, anything that promotes something that's inside of the building is a sign, technically. So, so that would if, be not that wouldn't be allowed. No, n- not, not the size of the building. Yeah. Even though painted on the side of it, it, it there's no risk of it falling on wow. people. Right, right. It's just to prevent aesthetically. I think they wrap in hand painted signs because they because they have to. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. See, wrap I was in a, like into that code. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, yeah, like you could do it as big as you want technically. Um, but it's like an eyesore to like, let's say the neighbors, but um, it's not going to fall off the building and you don't need a, a sign, uh, you know, uh, installer, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm technically the sign installer because I'm just painting it on the building. Yeah, you're painting it on the building. Man, this is so interesting. I feel like when I'm thinking about translation there, this is such a common thing in a lot of ways, but. I was just thinking about how, like, 
translating it to the physical medium or translating the regulations, mm -hmm. the dimensions, the rules. I mean, most of the stuff that I'm translating is like, it, well, it seems stupid comparatively because it's just so less interesting, but it's like, digital dimensions of mm -hmm. things yeah and like there are other regulations like on a display ad you can't like on facebook you can't have more than 60 percent of it be text right right but right. it's the same thing where it's like regulation in order to control the but really i feel like there especially it's more aesthetic and like advertisement based yeah versus physical harm yeah, yeah obviously yeah but okay maybe maybe we could dig a little bit into honestly one of the one of the things i'm most interested in is like with some of the design work i do and maybe a more specific example would be me designing mocking up like and even my personal website was like such a long process but going from the design in illustrator or whatever thing you're using and actually maybe it'd be kind of i'd be curious to hear your specifics of like programs or other other mm -hmm. things you're using tools like the uh well everybody knows about the um electron ele migrator or elect whatever it's called. oh no what an idiot he said it wrong it's <laughs> electron bounce yeah the electro bouncer it yeah. sounds less real than the thing <laughs> okay. i made up sorry sorry about him what a dummy uh but just translating that from static mock-up or like illustrator file to actuality is where most of the magic happens kind of mm -hmm. and so like that's so interesting like are you okay maybe here's a more specific question is well i guess maybe that's that not even that specific i was gonna ask if like you're like getting design files and then but we kind of i guess we kind of broached that subject yeah yeah i mean where do you start <clears throat> do you start by sketching if I'm designing, yeah, I start with a pencil. I, I start with, uh, I reference a lot. I love, you know, looking cool. at old signs. Um, not even necessarily old. I just like looking at, you know, anything from like, oh my gosh, look at that sign. That S is awesome. I'd love it. I'd love to like use that in something in the future. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to take that S and I'm going to incorporate that with the project sometime hopefully but yeah i start with pencil and i start sketching and i try to come up with a lot of variation and i try to like kind of give the client like a mood board essentially because like different lettering styles communicate different feelings and set a different mood and like you know it basically you want the mood to match what the business is yeah. essentially so um in the end you know the client has the call on what they want their mood to be. And uh, yeah, so you start with pencil, sketch a little, and then uh, and then I'll jump into, you know, maybe tracing with marker or whatever. And then maybe I'll scan it into the computer and like, you know, play with different layouts and space things out and do things like that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, from, from there, I, I make the finalized design and then I electro pounce. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. That, that's not just the next step. There's, okay, a, there's okay. a lot of stuff it before that. Yeah. But <laughs> I just wanted to throw reason. that in there. Yeah, shots out. <laughs> so, I mean, this is all so fascinating to me. Would you say that it's true that given the nature of your medium, the fact that there are such strict constraints on it, there's less maybe 
creative genesis and more the refining, yeah, bringing in references and inspiration from a broader range of types of execution and synthesizing. Is that accurate or? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I, I, my sense is that like, you're very talented at executing and you're capable in executing in different ways. And it seems like maybe your job then in a lot of way, in a lot of ways is to get them quicker to an execution that yeah. you can do. I, I try not to like get the client like too excited about one idea before like I figure out what the city allows. Oh, you know gosh. what I mean? For instance, it all comes yeah. back to city yeah, fucking yeah. regulations. But yeah, yeah. Talk about a concrete example of a, of a barrier for creativity, right? Yeah, well, they, they, all right. So mainly they restrict sizing and like obviously like a really huge sign on the side of a awesome uh you know building in the warehouse district is going to be a lot cooler than some rinky dink little thing you know like hanging off the building you know yeah so obviously bigger is better you know who like for me I would, bless I, America. Would, I would more so <laughs> like to paint a five foot letter than a five inch letter yeah five inch letter yeah bigger's better all <laughs> right so <laughs> if can, can you do this can you take us through like an example of a client that you worked on. I, you don't need to get hyper specific sure. and give away all the the magic, but tell us about the intricacies of balancing a brand and coming up with a sign and and the process uh, of maybe, maybe even like a, 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 like not far from here is like Spy House. Yeah, yeah. Maybe or 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 Bauhaus. Bauhaus was a was a was a good one. Yeah, for... take us through that that scenario. So. Um, and give more context too, because I feel like most people listening are not here. So, like a little more context. Bauhaus Brew. Yeah, yeah. Bauhaus? Bauhaus Brew Labs. Um, yeah, like so. So they were branded by some awesome agency, and I think like Austin, Texas, or something. Yeah. And they were, um, they were like, all right, like your building's awesome. Here's your branding. You should definitely get it hand painted. The aesthetic would be perfect for you guys and your building. So um, the guys from Bauhaus hit me up. And they were like, "This, this is our idea. Um, let, let, let's try to make this a reality. Like, what, what do you think?" We bounced ideas off of each other, like where it should go. Like, they kind of already knew what they wanted, but not completely. Um, and uh, you know, I went to the city, figured out how much square footage was allowed, and uh, um, yeah. And it kind of went from there and they were like, oh, besides this sign, we also want like 380 yellow dots, you know, like on our building. And I was like, what? Why, why do you want 380 dots? And so like in that situation. <laughs> Wait, why did they want 380 dots? It's like along with their branding. It's oh, like sure. uh, if you look at their can, they have oh, like they have, these kind of like, kinda, it's yeah, like yeah. a pattern sort of a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like their sign on the right side of the building, but then continuing continuing on to the left side it's like these 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 dots like yeah. in this like specific form well like um i was like that's gonna be a lot of work but sure yeah yeah let's, yeah, yeah. Let's do so it. Did, did you hand paint every dot so i had to hand paint every dot yeah so like i had to hit it with primer first and then i had to hit it with yellow and then i had to hit it with a second coat of yellow so i painted every dot like three times basically wow oh yeah. that, wait how long did this take you though 
the 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 sign itself took maybe like three three or four days. I think the letters are like roughly like three feet tall or something. So they were yeah. they were fun letters. Yeah, they're only yeah. like yeah, yeah. They were like just in that. Fun they were fun sized. Yeah, yeah. They were fun <laughs> sized. Yeah, I feel like anything less than two for me is just like <laughs> it's not. Nah. That's yeah. not a fun letter. Yeah. No, but the the dots then took like another week itself. God damn. Yeah. The interesting thing for me in sort of a scary apocalyptic way to your profession is that what you do is so incredible but seems so easily underappreciated mm-hmm. by myself included. <laughs> like which and I should be like number one. I am number one or not number one fan. I can't say number one. But I am like Yes, this is fucking incredible. It's amazing. But it is, I I experienced that myself with like having to pay for my own stuff with it. And it's like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. damn, this is like a, this is a, a, yeah, I don't know. It just becomes so interesting. It's rare that we have an opportunity to talk with someone who is like so involved physically, physically with the yeah. actual art oh yeah and no, then we do we we spoke recently to abby ryan who's a painter and she paints yeah. classically every day and we do talk to sometimes physical artists etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm. but it's it's not it's not quite as utilitarian even as the work that you do day in and day out yeah it's hard labor it's i, I is that maybe that's a form of translation we can talk about though it's actually tiring physical work. Yeah, yeah. To paint the things that you paint too. Yeah, it's it's long hours and it's and it's and it's not the easy route. It's kind of the long, it's long hard. It's stupid the way. long, yeah. It's the <laughs> slow, expensive, yeah. like not you know. It's not. It's not. Yeah, satisfying as fuck though. I mean, that's it's like, super satisfying. Every yeah. day, you just you kind of like you step back and you look at like how much progress you've done, and it's like the most satisfying. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, and that's that's the feeling I think we should capture here because that is it. I what I was referencing was that that neon piece, especially. I was like, God, this is so expensive. This is so tough for me to rationalize. I also was building with with my cousin uh but building and painting the pedestal it went on uh-huh. and i just gained another layer of appreciation for like physically like we designed it but then like creating it actually creating it i was like god damn it this is like simple but so hard and then yeah. painting it i was just painting it myself and i was like oh yeah <laughs> shit man <laughs> so so that that's where like the digital like uh, ephemerality and like over, yeah over hi- the hyper quickenness that how do you feel about that term man <laughs> hyper quickenness like- <laughs> uh i'm i gotta admit i am up in the air about it yeah i'm not there. quite sold cool but that's gotta be rewarding the how ha- the hard physicality yeah. not of not of the labor of the end product Mm-hmm. It's basically etched in stone. It's painted on stone <laughs> for all of posterity. People can see it as part of the landscape. Yeah, yeah, and it'll hopefully be there, you know, as, for as long as I'm alive. That's what I'm hoping for. Is there any sort of pressure involved in the permanence ah. of this craft? Mm, I no, I I mean I don't necessarily feel like bad pressure from it. I, well, I I don't necessarily feel pressure. It makes sense. Here. It's it's kind of 
I don't know. It it's kind of it's it's kind of a norm to me, I guess. Now, so you don't really think about the permanence of the thing that you're creating. No, no. I mean, I hope that they're gonna last. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't think they're. I don't like plan on them like being painted over someday. But I don't necessarily, you know, think about like, oh man, this is gonna be here for my grandchildren. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't necessarily think like that. But who knows? Well, Johnny. Little Bernard. Little, little Bernard. Little Bernard. <laughs> yeah, Bernard little Bernard, the sign painting prodigy. <laughs> Bernard part two. I would love to name a kid with a part two. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of junior, like, let's go. That's the most narcissistic thing, right? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. got to be. That's too much. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I want to make sure we we touch on before we, know, we inevitably move on. <laughs> like afterlife. Yeah. To, wait, wait. How wait, do we die. feel about that? Let's all dig into that. <laughs> On let's, three. Let's really One, not. Two, three. Uh, food for worms. That's <laughs> all right. Okay, you go on. <laughs> I was meaning to say, when we talk about translation, we inevitably talk about losing something in translation. Mm. Ah. What, what, if anything... In the process, and I'm sure being a pro at it, you've kind of eliminated this or worked to eliminate it. Work to eliminate it. Work to eliminate it. Work to eliminate it. Are there? To, s- this is the section we we have this rap. Break out every, every sound oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Work to eliminate it. Work to eliminate it. Go. You should be on the beat, man. That was pretty good. Are there things about the creative process that you find particularly limited? by the medium is there something that you would like to execute that you've tried to execute but just hasn't worked have you and a client come to an agreement and then once you get to the actual process of painting it on a wall find out that it's not Uh, achievable what sort of loss in translation moments have you had i mean paint is 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 very versatile like it can go basically anywhere um uh, I can't really, I mean, maybe if you could explain a little bit more. Well, no, I mean, I, I think, I feel like what I'm sensing from this is that you have such a good sense of the thing, the craft and general medium that it's less of a, there's less, there's just less lost in translation and more just like found in translation because you're able to take something and put it somewhere mm-hmm. i mean i in in some case like i'll be i'll say like i don't think that should be hand painted you should just get a you know like, like your like your store hours like you're gonna change those like maybe three times a year because oh, like yeah. winter hours summer hours Come why would i hand paint that when you just get it in vinyl and and then you can change that whenever and you don't need to pay me to come out and change your 11 o'clock to 10 o'clock you know yeah so I don't know if that. Damn, there, this something. is like so interesting. That this is like so, there are so many parallels with Gosh. digital shit, but it's like so. It's such a pragmatic. It's medium. so pragmatic. It's so. It's fucking awesome. It's outrageously practical. What have you ever turned down a job? Have you ever said don't don't paint the sign? You don't want this ah. painted. Uh, I if I would, I I don't think I've ever said that to a client. But like, if yeah. if that was the case, um, it was probably like just you know really small and like not worth my time your time yeah yeah it's like you know i gotta have like a a minimum and it's like uh, you know it's not gonna be worth it me thinking about it me doing this yeah 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 yeah. but not i don't know not necessarily so is your 
is your main form of income from sign painting. Yeah, that, that is my only income. Sweet. That's yeah. amazing. I mean, talk about a specialist, right? Yeah, shouts out I mean, to that's that. The, dude. That's that's the most exciting part of it all, right? It's uh, it's kind of a niche, but uh, kind of, it is a niche. Yeah, it is a niche. All right, it what's is definitively? <laughs> it's a niche. certainly a niche. What is something that you think that doesn't have to be empirically true? <laughs> that's true about sign painting. That's not true about any other medium on the planet. Ooh. I think I well one I like I think I kind of said this before but like you know sign painting is just so versatile. You can do it like literally on any surface and you can make it look really good on any surface. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you know what's another way to do something um that's not really expensive. You know like fabricated aluminum or steel letters look really good but that you know that's really expensive and probably not that practical but i think there's a time and a place for everything Mm -hmm. um every kind of a sign or whatever yeah you can't really do like a a monet on a side of a building right you could but you could can't that's the beauty of you could that's the beauty of maybe (laughs) i mean i'm like old school billboard painters like they they were like classically trained in like yeah. like pictorial painting yeah and they they i, I have to maybe i have to I'm say dead wrong. when i was saying when i'm thinking about your medium your profession i do recall not in the exact uh form but i do recall like the oh gosh i don't i don't know the it definitely a doc maybe maybe it was that sign painters documentary we might have talked about on the pre-roll those, but like those but, but i do recall the like billboard putter uppers yeah the billboard painters like colossal media yeah but like they're York. like sort of painting on the like graphics right like pasting on more oh versus yeah yeah so maybe this wasn't from that documentary okay this might have been from something else but that's just such a unique specific job too yeah is is and and i was thinking about this too when we were ta- when we were talking about um like the real estate and the sizing restrictions. There's uh-huh. like a gigantic billboard in the North Loop in in Minneapolis mm-hmm. uh, that like changes a lot from my perspective. I feel like Is it in I, downtown? No, it's North Loop. It's, it's North like Loop kind of area. in the the uh, dude. This feels very L.A. Like to like start talking about specific streets and stuff. So this is fun. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, it's in the parking lot of Freehouse, maybe. Yeah, that's right. It's a big. It's it's just Huge. like such an obvious billboard. Whenever you're in yeah, yeah. North Loop, like you see it, and oh, I yeah, see yeah, it change yeah. a lot. That, yeah, 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 yeah. I know which one you're talking about. I see about. it change a lot, and I'm like, oh, that must be like a coveted property. Mm-hmm. And then B, I'm like, somebody has to change it every time. Yeah. And there's some dude or dudette who <laughs> goes up there and changes it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, man, this it's it's so fun to like, <laughs> yeah. It, it's fun to think about that, but then it's 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 even more fun, at least for me, to think about all the hand painted shit you see. Is like, oh yeah, somebody did that. <laughs> like, somebody did do that. Yeah, that's the coolest part about what you do for me is that. So it's rare that I mean sometimes you're like, oh I haven't heard of this this musician. Oh, but I've heard the song they made. Oh, I get it, I get it, I get it. But so rarely have I seen someone's work so many just. <laughs> hours of my life in my day to day and not really thought about who yeah. put them there. Yeah. I always imagine well, like realize there was an artist there. Exactly. Yeah. That's the cool part. Mm-hmm. Is it's making me rediscover something that I already quote unquote knew in that there's a lot of art 
every day that influences our lives that we don't really even mm. realize is influencing our lives. And sign painting is kind of a perfect example of that. In my opinion, something so artistic and thoughtful and full to the brim of craftsmanship, but so it's really in an elegant way, it's very simple. Mm-hmm. It's just the conveyance of information in a novel mm-hmm. way. It's just a sign, you know? Oh, <laughs> God damn it. it, it I God mean, damn it, you. Yeah, yeah, you God, clever yeah, guy. That's good. It, at the end of the day, like, that's, yeah, does that's it really read? all it is. Yeah. Does it read? Does it read? And you know what? I'm I'm giving you a quick read. That's a little weird to say, but I, you know what? I'm going to stand you're, by you're it. You're doing a visual pat down? Yes. You're in paint-stained clothes. Yeah. Yeah. I am. so we're gonna talk about that in a segment that we like to do each and every week uh it's not called paint stained where we dig into (laughs) uh it's called the off-topic topic it's a it's a part of the conversation it's not particularly germane to the topic that's right it's an off-topic topic this week we're talking about laundry so you you did you come right from the office? Were you painting like an hour and a half ago? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was. Well, no, I wasn't painting, but I was in the I was in the shop. So, so what I'm I'm wondering is, what's the age of the youngest paint stain? Because there's dozens on your clothes right now. What's the age of the youngest paint stain on your clothes right now? Hmm, youngest. Like, I guess I, I couldn't exactly tell you. Give me a ballpark. But, I'm, not, uh, I'm not looking for an hour by hour. This orange right here, uh, yeah. that's from, I was working on a job in North Carolina. That was like seven months ago, something like that. <laughs> oh, uh, this I one. was expecting much more recent. And so then, those are some and, old pants. Uh, this one, this, this is from like a month ago. Oh. I was, I was on a job down in Iowa. This one was in the studio. Those paint pants? Yeah, those are paint pants. Oh, nice, cool. What qualities do you look for? I'm I'm very interested in the actual nuts and bolts of your painting moments. What are the qualities you look for in an outfit that you're going to paint in? That I don't care about ruining because <laughs> basically every every uh, Ooh, every but outfit I feel like gets the ruined. The reverse of that is that you do care about manifesting because, like, to me, I have I have a T-shirt that I painted and a pair of shorts that I love to wear because I've painted in them a bunch and they just have such fucking character. I, I do sometimes when I go to like a more like prestigious place, I try to wear my all whites, my pearly whites, Ooh. you know, white Ooh. painter pants, white top, you know, gotta <laughs> gotta come in with class, you know? Oh, yeah. Pearly <laughs> whites. I feel like I'm, I have some like ironic all white. Well, how do you clean those? Yeah. <laughs> I I'm throw curious. them in the wash Definitely with bleach. Slide. Yeah, uh, I have some. I was gonna say ironic all whites, but I feel like that was like that's leading the viewer too much into what I my perception of it. But on my current site, now current site, <laughs> I just have like a lot of like video of me just walking around in all white. <laughs> Pretty dumb. <laughs> I don't think it's. Uh, I mean, well, all there's. <laughs> what do you what do you think it yeah, is about all whites right. that that speaks to, tr- to to professionalism to class? I mean, it's kind of it like tradition? that. It's kind of like that classic like painter's outfit, but like also like when you're in all white and like you don't have paint stains on you, it's like, oh, that dude is a clean he's, painter. He's, yeah, he's a fresh canvas. Yeah, yeah. I got I got oh, old yeah, I got old painter painter. I got an old pair of pants. I got a new pair of pants. 
try to keep those pearly whites. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm picturing you like constantly. But I, actually, I'm picturing you just changing after a paint job into all white <laughs> and then taking a photo with the paint job. And it's like, damn, that dude didn't get any. Yo, not done. a drop. But just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, sneaky, sneaky. well, there's the question, though. I mean, I get it in the studio when you're mixing. There's like a lot of it's kind of volatile scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're actually painting. Slushy, splashy. How much paint do you get on you in the actual paint? Well, that I mean, that comes down to like what job you're working on. Like I mean, exterior like the chapels. If you're working on like yeah, an exterior yeah. brick, when you do, you know, when you it's going everywhere. Hand the fingers hurt. You're like trying to do the fingers right at the end. But okay, sorry. But you're saying exterior brick it gets on you more. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, when when you like roll in the big areas, like you got like a three fourths to like a one inch nap roller, Ooh. and like that's just that spraying big that big nap. Yeah, so it's it just gonna spray. Off. Yeah, yeah, it's just gonna get everywhere. You, you, it you know, you, it sort of you dip it off. in like the the five gallon bucket, and it's gonna be dripping because it's that's a lot of paint to hold on a yeah. one inch nap. <laughs> Throwing that's some wild, slang terms then, at you, but it gets no, no, so. I'm familiar. I'm, I'm particularly familiar, and also like shouts out, but also kind of a semi big fuck you to Home Depot's guidance in my most recent painting project. They really led me astray and like <laughs> I feel like I feel like it was like their it was I don't it just felt like it was their job to guide me. And, and they did not do it. Well, and there's one thing to not guiding someone, which is sort of passive, but then there's a uh, another thing to like misguiding someone, which is active and maybe malicious. Not, <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say not not like consciously malicious, but ultimately it's malicious. It's dangerous, it's irresponsible. Yeah, those motherfuckers. <laughs> they they get, they just really led me to the wrong. They led me to everything wrong, I felt like. And I was pretty specific about my needs. Okay. This episode is not sponsored by Home Depot. It's anti-sponsored Fuck by Fuck you guys. I'm just I'm really surprised that it would be spraying everywhere because it's so it's so clean on the wall. Yeah. Do you have to touch it up after? I you mean, like take a napkin and like oh, dab napkin, it. I get paint. It. I mean, paint nap. always goes over paint, you know. So it's like if you got a drip, <laughs> fuck this guy, paint over it, <laughs> That's you know. Amazing. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, That's yeah. It, what's cool perfect. is when you see some like bigger buildings with like huge signs, like, and there's like a lip at the bottom. You get to like see all that drip paint. Drip. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, and and ah. like a lot of times, like you don't necessarily think of what colors they used on like those old ghost signs, but like you look at the drips and it's like, whoa, that's a weird purple. That's a weird <laughs> yellow. Like you think of it as black and white, you know, because that's how you see in photographs. But yeah, look closely on like where the paint was dripping and you can see some weird Fuck yeah. colors. I'm so fascinated. I'm so hype on Man. this. I'm so hype on like digging into like mediums because then you're oh you sort of see the little nuances and little fucking weird things that's the bizarre part yeah, that's the, the cool part, part. it's yes. so exciting so in that spirit i'm wondering if there is is there any specific part of that process or of like that world that like you're like oh fuck yeah like the thing that gets you the most excited for for like sign painting I, i'm trying to think of the I'm, trying, mo- I'm trying to think of like an equivalent uh example for like stuff i'm working on i guess i feel like most times okay here's maybe an example i don't know if this will translate uh but i'm thinking of oh wow we've transferred we have translated transferred back into the topic by the way we have i mean it was the smoothest we've ever done it until you pointed it out no doubt no doubt (laughs) uh i'm thinking about photography and especially when i'm shooting film i there's a really 
exciting, satisfying moment. There's always a satisfying moment, like seeing your final work, but there's a moment, especially in photo stuff, where I'm pre-final product and I'm just digging into the results, as in like digging into the files, the scans of mm-hmm. the film I shot, sure. which I did not see when I was shooting it. Yeah. I mean, I saw a version of it. That moment of revelation. Yeah, and it's like so special. Like I like it's like so special for me to pick up my film and like yeah, yeah. do my scan or to be developing it myself, which is less common. But so still, like, what's the mo- what's yeah, yeah. one are of the more mo- special is, moments? Is there a moment for you, or is is it like at the end? Is it like partway through? Is it? I mean, I like honestly, like what I can think of is like when you get down and it's finally done and like you like, let's say you you are like really high on a building. Right. And Uh, like you're only looking at it up close. So you can't necessarily see the uh, whole thing at one point. Um, So like you get down from the building and you take a step back and you, you see it all in one scope with all the colors up there. You know, everything's on and you're just like, yeah, that's cool. Cool. it's like you know it, it, it it's like satisfying because it's like i just like was up there for x amount of hours and i was like you know a hundred feet in the air like doing some crazy stuff Micro. and so close to the and so close to the world that you have no perspective yeah 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 except you're 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 just relying on your patterns you know and hoping that your patterns are right and your measurements are right and yeah, I don't. That's even, trust in yourself, I right? Even, yeah, I don't even want to dig into because to me, to, God, I guess it feels like to me, what's crazy about that whole process is that I like that's scary to me. The idea of like putting patterns up, painting, like doing very physical specific actions, permanent. Yeah, permanent. Yeah, and then like backing up and seeing it. Although I feel like they're versions or variations of that that i do we do but it's just like that i'm like oh god fuck yeah 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 it seems i think it seems scarier like more intense than it is or but yeah I, maybe to us the I outsider suppose, i suppose they're probably like a it's lot probably of true of a lot with, of things like, even yeah. like digital work where like right yeah you know there's like, like somewhat so of a proof or yeah. you know what i mean like you lay the patterns and like you get to like see you know, you kind of see your yeah. your guidelines, so you're like kind of proofing, and then you start laying paint, and then like you know, then it starts coming together, but you don't fully see it until you yeah. get down. It's that moment of perspective, right? man. One, one of the Dude, coolest, fuck. one of the coolest things is like what I've heard of like old billboard painters, like this old mentor of mine. He he would he would tell me that when he would get on his his swing stage, he would you know get on at the bottom. He would go up and he'd like prime it, right. And then he'd get to the top and then he'd lay the patterns like going down and then he'd go back up. And then when he got back down to the bottom the last time, he would just go up once and then come back down. By the time he'd hit the ground, like he wouldn't go back up. His sign would be done. So he would just need to go. It it was like you basically try to work most efficient, you know, possible. Oh, so not revisiting. You don't do it like a like a painter would build would build the outlines, the general color blocking of a scene. And then they'd refine, and then they'd refine again, and they'd refine a final time. That's not how he did it. He was just they doing just it work top, top to bottom. To bottom, and then by like the time the jet they hit done, it's, it's done. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's yeah. crazy. Wow. It's impressive. Well, I've been impressed by literally every three sentences <laughs> that you've said today. So Every two for me. At any rate... Thank you yeah, so much for being generous. Two for me, three for you. <laughs> if you compile that over the course of an hour... 
a lot more impressed from my That's only like two or three total unimpressive sentences. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we appreciate that. <laughs> we appreciate the perspective that is pretty uncommon just in humans that I've ever interacted with. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's fucking fantastic. It's bizarre. It's so niche and it's so cool. Neat and also niche. And it's Nietzsche. Nietzsche. It's nihilistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you would be so kind as to answer two questions for us, we have two that we'd like to wrap up with. The first one, hopefully, you, hey, Vince, is an easy one. I just one. want to say, you got this. I know I do. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, no worries, man. Oh, nice. We did nucks. We nucked it. <laughs> you couldn't hear it, but it was real. How can our listeners support you? That's, I mean, just appreciating hand-painted signs, basically. Ooh. So you know? generous, like, yeah. Like, I don't expect, like, the average person to buy a sign, you know what I mean? And, and I mean, right. It's, that's not that realistic of a goal. Yeah. But, like, it, like the more people that appreciate hand-painted signs, it's just going to thrive more, you know what I mean? And, and, and not like make me necessarily thrive more but the aesthetic yeah. of hand painted signs will then live on form. yeah yeah well if they want to get a, a a grasp of your specific art form again they can find you at dustysigns.com or uh at dustysigns on Instagram nice there you go I mean, and we did have a rare pre-plug, which is helpful. <laughs> we love, we actually do like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the why one of the main reasons we have people on is because we're impressed extremely by their work. Yeah. So we want them to plug, but they're too often unwilling to plug. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for plugging. Plug a verse. Yeah. No. 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 Problem. Like, <laughs> plug. Just plug. Yeah. Just plug. Come on. Oh, just plug. I don't know, man. There might be something to that. Maybe that's the new Hold show on. tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Ten thousand hours, just plug. I don't know. We'll workshop that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll take. So you with have it. probably another question. Wait, I have one more. Exactly I, one more. And hold on, just quick aside, you and me, Vince. Sorry, could you just give us a moment, Dan? Yeah, Vince. I thought you did really good there. I thought that first plug was like. This is like. Excuse me, not first plug. First question. That was like, dude. You asked it. He answered. It was like the whole thing felt seamless. It felt like. Thanks, man. This is definitely crossing the, the border between not patronization and patronization for sure. Oh, yeah, man, for sure. And it's, <laughs> and it's all so – it's such fertile ground. It's all such fertile ground. Oh, yeah, this so cool. we've never really gone here before. Oh, man, it's so exciting. And, hey, listen, I just want to say one last thing before we end, then let's talk with Dan again. <laughs> Dude, you are – I'm so proud of you. Oh, you're doing so good. Uh, you're doing you, – man, you're doing good, too. You Thanks, make buddy. me want to do good. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Dan. Yeah, ask him. Ask him. got this. If you would like our listeners to take one thing away from your time on the show, what would you want that to be? Uh, oh, that that's full, that, that full sigh. gas flex. That that's full that gas flex. flex. <laughs> I saw like the arms come up and it was just like, I was like, the I could, back. Feel, could feel the power. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, fuck. He was don't, stretching Vince, that shirt. Vince, don't try and Get fight him. Get out of the way, I know. Don't try and fight him. He'll kick your ass. <laughs> I'm not coming anywhere near him. <laughs> Well, you're pretty okay. Yeah, we're in general proximity. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Vince, Vince, Vince. The listeners don't know how close you are. So <laughs> they do just, know. They know how close we are. Vince, it's just you and me. They don't know how close you are, so we can just kind of lie. Vince is so far away from him. There's no way that guy could beat him up. 
Say it one more time again. Yeah, ask again. Vince. Say it one more time. Ah, I will say, Vince. That you obviously didn't accomplish your goal. You're on the second. <laughs> oh my God, Grant. Okay. If you would like our listeners to take one thing away from your time on this show, yeah, what would you want that to be? Oh, that's tough. We were talking about translation. It shouldn't be and, up to and, me. And, well, no, no, no. I, I <laughs> well, it think, should be, right? I do think there... I think... Uh, let's translate to us and let's translate to the audience because the a lot of... I actually think a lot of what our show is about is translation. As in, we're trying to translate the particular craft, the particular art. And I think we see art in a lot of stuff. But, man, su- such a interesting unique art that you're doing mm-hmm. and so we're trying to translate that to people who don't have an understanding of it and honestly just translate it to ourselves because what i don't really know a ton about it and, and now we have and so maybe there are things or a thing that we could take away from the craft that you do a lesson that might be a little unique to your craft but universal in a way mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i don't know basically like you know keep your eyes open for things that are you know done by hand you know and one of them being hand painted signs um yeah just appreciate it if you're a business owner think about your sign because that's for me maybe i'm biased but how i choose to go into certain stores i'm like that that sign is that sign is tight i'm gonna go there (laughs) you know what i mean or like that aesthetic is is good so i don't know think about those aesthetics uh if you're a business Intention, owner. Yeah. Intention, but yeah, that's a, that's a big thing, right? In general, it's people understanding what makes an impact. Understanding what makes an impact leads the person that's being impacted to understand that they know why it's making an impact. Mm-hmm. So that level of understanding leads to sort of a mutual trust in the product. And this is why packaging and branding in general is so important. And when you talk about something as authentic as investing in a human being to hand paint <laughs> yeah, your yeah. sign through sweat and labor, that's a huge barrier of trust reduced to the person who's trying to believe in the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, it is fun, man. It's so fun to like look a little bit deeper. And it's like scary for a second. Not that scary. I'm being very. I'm kind of melodramatic. It's a, yeah, yeah, but exciting. It, but it, it's exciting. But yeah, it is like it's it's the equivalent of like a deeper way of like oh fuck, there's bacteria all over me. You know. <laughs> but, but like let's like scale that up, scale that up, and it's like oh wait, somebody made this thing. Wait, somebody made this thing. Somebody made this thing. And uh, I will say, hand painted signs, hand painting in general, such a cool art artifact like a thing to like start noticing it's just a fun thing to notice yeah yeah Shout time out. capsule yeah totally that it is man that it is well thanks again for Thank what has been a really enlightening conversation and really honestly more importantly a fun one it's been Woo. cool it's been fun to learn thank you uh we got one more request for you yeah let's hear it what well one more you okay. know oh, wait right, right. you've done this show a couple times all right, all right, all right. you know what it is okay uh, our customary sign-off is ship it, speaks to our own mantra. If it doesn't ship, it is an art. Got to get things done for them to be done. So every week we sign off the show in the same way, by saying ship it, or more accurately, by asking our guests to what ship us out. Always? 
But okay, yes. When we don't sometimes, have guests, we don't ask them. Sometimes it's just us. And I hate to call you on that, but just you were getting so specific there, and I just... You couldn't allow any sort of communication to go through smoothly. Yeah. You can't have that. You can't have any singular God. moment of communication well, go off without a hitch. It would be... God, it would be so dope if you were able to just sort of talk human to human with the guest and for us to have a really raw... Just that really would be great. Cool. That would be great. There are some barriers to that. Yeah. I imagine that there are a couple and, and barriers. The, I feel like this is just like a reminder of that. If we we need to remember that always. So Dan, if you <laughs> if you could trace anything that was going on in that in that segment of conversation, could you give us a ship it? You want me to just ship it? Yeah. There it is. <laughs> you did it. We shipped it. <laughs> Oh, nice. God, it's so understated. That's so gorgeous. I like it, man. Hey, thank you so much, dude. Thank you. This has been great. Yeah, you what a pleasure. What a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Time. Has anyone ever told you you have like a young Woody Harrelson thing going on? Some people have told me that. <laughs> That's a... What's weird is like one of my friend's moms told me that ever since I was like five. <laughs> Which is that? That seems kind of weird. That's too young to be getting. Yeah, to get she might have been boy. shaping you. She might have been like doing. <laughs> yeah, she's slowly grooming you or some crap. Yeah, yeah, somewhat. Yeah, every now and again. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I honestly think you've got a whole true detective thing going. You're like the, you're the, you're the like brainchild <laughs> of Harrelson and McConaughey. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wait, Vince, have you seen that? <laughs> that, was Actually, a, that was a joke from our previous episode has anyone ever hit you with the you haven't seen what you haven't seen that show what are you doing like stranger things oh like, yeah, yeah i've seen all those shows yeah but have you ever like Fuck has you. That, someone ever <laughs> said to you like have you seen this and then you're like no and they're like you haven't seen that oh yeah yeah and they're like indignant about i it. have not seen true detective by the way all but right. i have been told many times that i would thoroughly enjoy it Super good. good. I don't get into a lot of them, but that is one of them that I got into. Do you and think that you're McConaughey-esque? I don't know. You are definitely. I think you're undeniably <laughs> McConaughey-esque. Like, yeah. No I doubt. think it's hard to see. I think it's hard to like judge that or whatever, being me or whatever. Because yeah, like, so I don't that. see. I don't see myself as like trying to do anything like anyone else. I'm just like doing me. That's such a oh, McConaughey that thing McConaughey. to do. That's such a... <laughs> <laughs> you are McConaughey. All right, Matt, we get it. Take the hat off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Okay. Uh, I, hope, I, hope that, uh, I hope that worked out. Or, oh, I'm no, sorry. Okay. Okay.